everyone, welcome to another Block 101. Um, David Lynham here, and uh, firstly, apologies. Last week there was no show, um, and I'd love to give you uh, a, a really good reason as to why there wasn't one. Um, but the simple truth is, since we've been in this, this lockdown situation, I've completely lost track of days. And so by the time I realised I hadn't recorded this show to put out, it was the day before I normally put them out. And I thought, well, we'll just have to skip a week. So sorry about that. Uh, I'm back on track again. I think I know what day of the week it is. Haven't gone completely mad. Um, so here we are. So um, what's been going on this week or in the last few, few weeks, really? Um, I guess the big topic of debate, particularly for, for non-league, um, and it's filtering its way up the football pyramid, uh, is how do we finish the season? Now, there's been some pretty big news uh, in the, the non-league world in the, the last few weeks uh, where it was announced that um, almost all of non-league, and I'll get on to what almost means in a moment, uh, has declared the season, the 1920 season, as null and void. So it never happened. It's not a thing. Um, and that was uh, not very well received by some clubs uh, and we'll talk a bit more about that in a moment um, but I suppose firstly for those of you the, the uninitiated uh, I should very quickly explain sort of how the, the non-league pyramid works um, at a really high level so I mean you have uh, underneath the football league under league two uh, you've got non-league football there are various levels of non-league football they're often referred to as steps so steps below the football league so the national league step one is it's referred to um step two is the national league north and south and that's two steps below the football league etc 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 so it was announced uh two or three weeks ago now that all football from step three and below uh the season has been declared null and void um so what does that mean well no promotion no relegation um, we're basically going to start the 2021 season over again. Um, or sorry, I should say start 2021 from where 1920 started. So that's starting over again. Um, so if you were on the verge of promotion, uh, and there have been some, some absolutely dire cases where you've had teams, you know, unbeaten for the season, uh, you know, 10, 14 points clear or whatever it was, uh, you know, pretty much, you know, I think there are cases as well of, you know, some teams that just couldn't be caught. They were top of the league. They'd effectively won it. Um, they're not going up. There were cases of other clubs that, you know, maybe had seven or eight games to go, fair few points clear, looked, you know, pretty clear to, to win it. Um, not going to happen. Um, and so, yeah, we're obviously gutting for the fans of those clubs. On the flip side, you've got other clubs that were, um, you know, pretty much dead and buried in terms of relegation. Uh, looked like a, a slog to get out. Um, and again, you know, no relegation. So uh, they, they can hang in there for another year. Um, now, null and void, there's a, there's a big impact on this because... Uh, obviously, you know, I think the response when this was first announced, the response from a lot of clubs, in fairness, was was pretty mature. Um, a lot of managers took to, to social media, a lot, you know, on Twitter, for example, just saying, you know, we have to accept the decision for what it is. We have to 
dust ourselves down, do it again next year, and let's not sit there crying about it. And you know, it's a, a sort of professional response uh, that you'd expect from a you know a football manager and players, and you know they're professionals. They're there to do to do a job, um, you know. And so that was you know encouraging to see. But uh, then it went a step further because there were for some clubs um, who quite rightly in my opinion felt pretty hard done by you know you, you've put in a lot of work throughout the season um you know you you've i'm sure paid your fines from where you've had players booked and sent off and there's subscription fees to the leagues and cup competitions etc etc and that's all sort of been taken away and you've been told that that's all now void and it sounds like that money's not going to come back to you so you know, you, you quite rightly, you find a lot of clubs want to recognise the performances that, that players have put in um, for this season as well. Um, so a few clubs took it a bit further uh, and they sought legal advice and they sort of came together and and um, put together some sort of petition, I think it was, um, to submit to the Football Association to say they didn't agree with, with the ruling. Um, and it, it gathered momentum very, very quickly and it started off... Um, you know, with a few clubs, very quickly was up to about 60 clubs signing uh, this letter to the FA. And I think in the end got to, you know, well over 100. It might have been like 120, 130 clubs, all in agreement that it was a wrong decision. Um, and within those clubs, I'm pretty sure there were a couple of, of football league teams as well that sort of got involved and, and says, you know, we also agree that, that this isn't right. And I can absolutely hear the argument for it. Um so what's the alternative? So lots of people were talking about points per game um, as being the, the other way of deciding the season. Because, um, you know, I think the, the general popular opinion seems to be, you know, the, the season needs a conclusion. You know, it's, it's not right to just say, well, this never happens. We're going to erase it from the history books. Um, so we need to have some kind of, of ending to this, which I can absolutely understand. I can appreciate that. Um, so points per game was the thing that was being touted as as the way of, of you know, sort of solving this, this uh, difficult situation of, of how you bring the leagues to an end. Um, now, points per game, uh, it's been used before in competitions when they were restructuring a lot of the, the football pyramids. Uh, last year, I think it was, you know, you had teams that were winning playoffs in their respective leagues, but then not getting promoted because of their average, their points per game average over the course of a season. It wasn't enough for that one season to get promoted. Um, and I like points per game as a concept because ultimately you are rewarding the more successful clubs. So, you know, it's in most cases about 75% of the season, maybe even 80% of the season have been played. There's enough that's taken place to be able to say, well, this is a true reflection of your performance over the course of the season. Um, of course, you're always going to get the arguments from the clubs that are in the, the relegation places that, you know, they're about to put a run together. They're in the middle of a run to get out of it. Um, and they may well be, you know, uh, and some clubs will always argue, you know, we, all, we always finish strong. We always have a good April, um, you know, and, and maybe you do. Uh, but, you know, I think everyone agrees the, the circumstances are exceptional in this case. Um, so, you know, there is an argument there. You've got seven, maybe ten, sometimes more matches to go. Um, so is points per game really a fair reflection? Um, but, you know, sort of that's by the by because that wasn't the route that the authorities took. Um, there was, you know, uh, the FA took 
this uh, this letter from the 150, 60 odd clubs very seriously. They had a, a, another meeting with their uh, notorious FA Council, um, and and they stuck with the decision. And you know they said no, we we've we've sort of re- had a rethink, and we still are going to declare this season null and void. Um, which you know I I don't necessarily agree with as a decision. Um, you respect that decision. I do think they've done the right thing by not changing their mind. I think that would have been a, a huge display of not weakness is probably wrong because I do think you know sometimes it's uh, it's nothing wrong with saying you know we've made a, a mistake, we've made a bad decision, and then we're going to rectify that. There's nothing wrong with that. But in this instance, had they done that, all you're going to then encourage are another you know, 150 clubs that will sign another letter and say, well, we don't agree with that decision. And then what do you do in that instance? Um, I think the, the fair observation that's been made by quite a few people is perhaps the whole decision was making, make, made a little bit too quickly. Um, so, they, they, you know, yeah, I guess it's kind of a case of you damned if you do and you damned if you don't, because, you know, if they, they sat on it for too long, people would be saying, well, why aren't the, the authorities, the governing bodies doing anything? Why aren't they acting? And in this instance, they've, they've tried to act quickly and they're going to cr- get criticised for that as well. Um, so it's tough. I mean, you know, whichever way you go about this, you're going to leave someone pretty unhappy. Um, so th- there, is, there is no way that you're going to make a decision here that is going to uh, benefit everybody. Um, so points per game, you know, w- widely spoken about, not taken in, in this instance um, but let's move on because I said almost all of non-league was declared null and void. We've still got steps one and two, which is the National League and the, the North and South. Um, and they still haven't made a decision. Uh, and it's a bit more complex at that level because really what you have, if you look at steps one and step two, um, step one is probably a lot closer to football league type football in terms of the, the clubs, the makeup of the clubs. Um you have way more full-time clubs at step one. I think all bar two now are full-time clubs. Um, and so, you know, that, that's a, a very different beast because then you have things like player contracts that come into play. Um, you know, for, for most non-league clubs, the players, uh, you know, their contracts will run until the last league game or the, the 1st of May, I think it normally is, or the end of April, whichever happens later. Um, and so... It's a case of, you know, if we're going to see the season out and we are going to play games, um, then how do we pay them? Because obviously cash flow is a problem. There's there's no matches happening. Uh, they don't have a, a big TV deal um, to, to fall back on. Um, and so, you know, there's a, there's all sorts of challenges uh, at play there. So the National League have taken the approach of, of asking clubs to vote. Um, I think that's an ongoing thing. And it sounds like they're pushing clubs to to vote for their decision on what should happen and how the season should be ended uh, at the end of April. So we'll have to wait and see what happens there. Um, and then, you know, the, the real difficulty, I think, is, you know, between step one and two, you've got quite a difference because at step two, a lot of the clubs are more like your traditional non-league clubs where the players aren't full-time, they have other jobs. Um, and so, you know, I think from a league point of view, them making a decision that, is going to work for both step one and two is going to be pretty tough. So potentially there, they might have to to look at something um, that that is different depending on the level. 
Um, so again, you know, just a horrible, horrible, difficult problem to solve um, and difficult to, to keep everybody happy, I'd imagine, uh, you know, in this instance. Um, but, you know, against the, the, the bigger backdrop and the, the landscape and what's happening in the world, you know, people will say, oh, this is all irrelevant, you know, compared to what's going on. And I understand that. Um, but equally, you know, these things do need to be addressed and sorted out. And so um, I think for a lot of people, you know, myself included, this is almost a bit of a distraction to uh, to, to what's actually happening in the in the real world as well. Um, OK, so uh, the, the final bit is, you know, a really good point, I think, that, that's come up in terms of the structure of of English football in general. And, and is this a good time to address a lot of that? Because what you're finding is, you know, not only at non-league level, but also uh, clubs definitely in League Two. And I'd even argue some in League One um, really, from a financial point of view, uh, struggle. Um, and is this an opportunity for the, the respective governing bodies to, to look at how the, the leagues are structured and to support the clubs better? Uh, in terms of the, the way that sort of financing, finances in football are managed. Um, and a really good suggestion that I read online uh, last week, I think it was, from one of the, the guys that managed Slough Town. Um, one of the joint managers there, and he was talking about, you know, regionalising some of the, the, the divisions. So, you know, as, as high up as League One, having almost like a League One North and South, a League Two North and South, then having a, a conference or National League North and South, um, and what you potentially get there are cl games closer together in terms of the geography of teams. So sort of better regionalized divisions. You, as a result of that, have better attendances because you've got more local derbies. It's easier for fans to, to travel. There's always the argument, of course, that, you know, some fans love a, a long away day. Um, and you could still argue that you get that, but mainly, well, only really through the cup competitions as opposed to, to league games. Um, but, you know, there's a fair question there. Is this now a time for the governing bodies to be thinking about, well, you know, what is it that we can do to better support clubs from a financial perspective? And, and is regionalising leagues, is that something that we should be looking at? Um, because I think, you know, this, the, 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 na the national, the global pandemic is, is showing that, you know, a lot of football clubs aren't as, as rock solid financially as, as one might believe from the outside to start with. Um, so there's definitely, you know, bigger things at play here as well. Um, so it's definitely food for thought. I quite like the idea on the face of it. I'm sure it will throw up its own problems and challenges if you dig into it a little bit more. Um, but equally, you know, it's a, it's a fair point. Is, is now a good time to be thinking about, well, you know, should we look at the way we're doing things just because we've been doing them this way for a long time? Does that mean that they still work and it's still right? Argue Arguments there, I'm sure, for, for, for both. Um, but, I mean, the one thing that's really stood out for me in all of this is, you know, people will be desperate to get back out and see their clubs, to see their teams. Uh, we're still being contacted uh, by clubs uh, asking about, you know, selling season tickets and, and match tickets when matches are back, um, which is encouraging. I think, you know, you just have to jump onto to any social media platform and, and you know, look where football fans are talking and, and you can see that people are, are desperate to, to get back and, and see their team again. Um, and I'm sure it's going to be a, a hell of a party once we, we can get people back into, into venues and, and, you know, get them seeing their teams again. Um, 
but for the meantime we you know we just need to to stick with it and 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 hold out um so that's kind of where things are this week um or the last couple of weeks to be fair um I will, of course, now I know what day it is again, <laughs> make sure we've got plenty more podcasts coming through. Uh, I'm going to play around with um, some interviews possibly as well this week um, and see if we can get some more interview guests on the podcast. So, um, yeah, that's everything from me. Hope you're staying in. Hope you're staying safe. And until next week, take care. Mm-hmm.